you are ready tonight pastors if you are ready tonight inside here the scripture talks about a woman that was part of a crowd and so many people were trying to touch jesus disciples themselves they were thronging around jesus and yet one woman her touch was different to the point where jesus stopped in his tracks and asked the question who touched me <laughs> it seems like a very uh, unwise question because the disciples noted he said lord there's so many people thronging around you what do you mean by that yet there was a woman that touched him differently you know one of the most critical things that a leader must do is that you don't allow the spirit of familiarity to to kill the grace that he or she is carrying <laughs> yet that is the danger that usually happens when the enemy tries to make you get familiar with the grace that is available for you and when you become familiar with what is available for you you lose what is supposed to help you so the enemy doesn't really have to even uproot you from a church he doesn't have to make you uh, deceive you and you know he doesn't have to go that distance all he needs to do is to make you not care the way you used to care before all he needs to do is to make you get used to how you were doing things and make you not so excited like the way you used to be excited the way you used to be passionate before the way you used to stay awake all the way in the morning so when he starts watering down your expectation and your hunger one day when an anointing is available for you and that anointing is about to work but because of your familiarity in your spirit that grace will not work for you even though that grace belongs to you it doesn't work for you is rightfully yours but because an anointing requires certain factors for it to be activated in your life familiarity is the biggest killer of the grace of god that is coming to you so the way you sit the way you prepare yourself the way you humble yourself the way you are attentive everything will accelerate the grace of god that is coming through the screen right into your house and i know 
that there is a shift from last week a new page has been turned over i saw beautiful things as i was coming in to minister the lord showed me some beautiful things that i'm going to hold back from saying <laughs> and those are kept for you that has been released for you that is why i'm taking time i'll tell you this there will be some people that are watching this that will still go on to die and yet there will be some people that will hear these videos and be transformed and be accelerated and some of you will even be resurrected spirit what god is doing in the realms of the spirit is beautiful so let's get excited in this journey we've been talking about what spiritual warfare and uh, spiritual warfare is a very extensive subject is an extensive subject uh I think it also depends on a lot of factors of when it becomes extensive. Uh, but you can break it into few different categories. Spiritual warfare can be broken into few categories. Number one, spiritual warfare, you can focus on demonology. Trying to understand the enemy that you're fighting trying to understand the ranks of the enemy what class he is in is he a giant is he a principality is he a stronghold what is the difference so we can spend a lot of time studying about the demonic realm and uh, i've heard people say that is not important you know just know jesus but the same jesus in the same bible he said know the schemes of the enemy yes you have to know and it talks about how unless you bind the strong man you cannot go in and take that which is yours so you're looking at you can't say that you know i just need to know jesus if you just need to know jesus then do you need to know your wife and then you go home and you'll be fighting and you'll be wondering but i know jesus <laughs> it's not enough you need to know jesus and you need to know your neighbor you need to know your enemy you need to know your man of god woman of god you know so your knowledge cannot be limited to one area so knowing the enemy and then in the spiritual warfare the second thing that you can focus on is the strategy okay so you can number one is knowing the enemy second one is the strategy what weapons do you use what time do you attack how do you attack who should be leading the attack 
should everybody enter into an attack what kind of things you should avoid strategies and the last few weeks now we have been talking about strategies and in that strategies i talked about systems of it did you enjoy all that yeah. okay okay so but two weeks ago we started a new topic within the topic of the topic of within the topic inside the topic okay yeah layer upon layer okay we talked about the next part of spiritual warfare that we can focus on that is the the warrior who is doing the warfare so most of the times people when you talk about spiritual warfare they just talk about the demons they completely forget about the different dimensions that are involved in a spiritual warfare so you have a lot of information about the demon but very less information on what is required by the warrior who is engaging in the warfare so last two weeks we were focusing on the yoke breaker and i talked about qualification number 1 that was two weeks ago what is that dependency only one person remember okay you all remember but you're looking in your notes and i said about god is not looking for perfect people but he's looking for those that can be perfected is that helping you or not so i talked about he is not looking for people that were already ready made born ready uh he is looking for people that have learned the art of dependency and uh i talked about how we need to cultivate that uh if uh, one of you where's my team if you can just come thank you so we'll be talking a little more about it okay been if you have been blessed please let us know let us know my spiritual father he thoughts he he pulled out a verse that i've heard before but not in the way he speaks you know that's a grace that i wouldn't have seen on my father sometimes i felt of wow is that a different bible he reads okay so and he read from the book of psalm chapter 68 and verse 11 Psalm 68 verse 11 it said the lord gave the word okay who gave the word the lord thank you gave the word great was the company of those that published it you hear that king james version is that king james version the lord gave the word and great was the company of those that published it what does asv say 
the lord gave the word ha, so powerful it talks about women who announce news at a great host what does the nlt say hmm. the lord gives the word and a great army brings the good news so he was talking about how it is god who gives the word but it requires an army to now take that and publish that to the nations to the ends of the world and you are part of that army amen i was counting all your amens amen so when the word comes to you how you honor that word will be seen in the way you publish it if you look at the samaritan woman when she experienced jesus she said oh, wait 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 she went to the entire village and called out all the men and said come and see it was a grace she had to speak to a certain category of people she said i know there are some men who will listen to me so i want to take advantage of my influence and he said come and hear the good news that is going to set you free so may you be part of that host yes. because every week as the word comes to you now the word is released to you now it is up to you how far you can take it how far you will share it how many more people will be touched because of something that has touched your spirit so i want to also take the second for everyone that has been diligently receiving the word and also making sure that you support the work of the lord even with your finances week after week you have been faithful with your tithes and offerings to your local church to your house to your man of god i appreciate all of you we love you may the lord reward you and those that have been even uh, giving into this ministry may the lord reward you richly amen 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 so this is the third week of of uh, that teaching and last week i talked something interesting first week of the yoke breaker i said the yoke breaker must understand what dependency perfect dependency okay and the uh, second week i said the yoke breaker must have an understanding of systems i know some of you were looking for it on youtube after the service but it was gone it was gone it was for those who were eating the bread life <laughs> you know um, not everything is for everybody i just want to give it to those who are hungry um maybe another time we'll we'll upload it but uh, for now we'll do it this way so understanding of system is that very important man of god look elijah was a man who understood his god but he could not take jezebel down think about it yet god said okay to bring down the system 
of this Jezebelic spirit. Jezebel was not just a, a woman who went crazy. She created a system to take the man of God down. So God had to use Elijah to anoint a warrior who was who had an understanding of what it is to fight a battle a fight a war he was used to intimidation he was used to people that were using fear mongering techniques he was used to insults somebody that would not back off when they saw a system of host that were coming against him okay so as anointed elijah was he had a limitation and so god had to now use somebody with an understanding of how the system works in order to destroy the jezebelic spirit so we are not able to have victory on everything because we don't necessarily have an understanding of things that we are supposed to have so sometimes you may be very anointed for it but because you don't have an understanding of how the enemy works you are discouraged you are disappointed you even doubt the anointing of god that is on your life and i'm telling you satan loves ignorance satan loves some people are anointed to take satan down but they are praying over something that god has already given them victory so satan loves <laughs> a believer who is praying over something that god has already done he didn't hear that one more time satan loves believers who are already praying over things that god has now answered and god is saying now it is in your court i'm giving you the authority i'm giving you the understanding i'm giving you the grace i'm giving you the power now i have transferred the responsibility to you hands but we are still praying we are still praying we are still praying um we are still praying sometimes when you you know i was i was <laughs> looking at outside my house and there was a few weeds that were bothering me i think i shared this sometime before and uh, the weeds were bothering me and i i looked at it and i said prayer won't make it go but prayer has empowered me with the grace that is needed to get out of my house and do whatever is required to uproot that weed permanently so the enemy loves us for us to remain in a place where we are praying 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 but no breakthrough because the breakthrough already came now when understanding of how to practically use that over your systems to break it down is what was needed okay i am realizing that if i don't stop now we might go to part 2 of systems so so let's quickly go to the the third point that i wanted to share i don't know how many how much i'll be able to share but i'll do my best the third point are you ready for the third point yes yes the yoke breaker is somebody that is bold enough to face their past 
Are you with me? Uh, bold enough to face your past you know when the bible explains about the serpent he specifically is the user word the word is what to describe that that serpent there's a word that the bible uses that is very cunning of all the beast the serpent was very cunning cunning so the word that the god uses to describe how satan works the word is what cunning so not necessarily means that satan is more powerful than you because we know that we are seated in the heavenly place but what satan is is that he is more cunning than a child of god a believer because the child of god is still developing his instincts the child of god is developing his maturity a child a child of god is still growing so you're looking at somebody who's been on this earth for more than 6000 years of all that shruti and he is a master of even deceiving our our original man and woman adam and eve so he's looking at us and he's saying ah these guys are easy so not necessarily the enemy is bringing an external force to destroy you please hear me when satan is 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 bringing an external force you know it's different from a battle that the enemy has made you lose in your mind okay and and few weeks or months ago I lost count now I talked about the battle of the mind okay i think is that is that available on uh, youtube as well is it up i don't know uh, yes okay so it is available on youtube so i talked about that at a few times so one of the other area where he is very cunning very deceiving very shrewd where majority of believers they in this trap they fall into this trap is is the enemy uses your past fears against you he uses the past failures against you there was a anyways let me say it this way 
every believer has a past yes you look at moses you look at all the way you see peter you see anointed men of god apostle paul there is something in their past the enemy will always use that against them to discourage them to disappoint them to use that as a leverage against them you see that even with prophet samuel who was in the temple from a young age so you're looking like okay maybe at least prophet samuel will have a clear slate no his prophet samuel's children were so messed up so messed up the bible talks about how god was angry about them again it's a failure in his life papa loved god so much but the boys did not take after him so you are looking at some area in your past where the enemy can use it against you to taunt you why because we are in a fallen world a fallen world so if you look at the life of moses are you all with me okay i'm taking my time tonight when i start seeing anybody sleeping then i'll know where to conclude you know when few few weeks ago i it was just me alone in a studio so and the, and the team of course and so i didn't know whether you were sleeping so we went few hours but now now i have my pastors here so when i see one of them drowsy then i know okay some of you may be drowsy in the house and we close fast i'll i'll, I'll do my best to give you the the most important things and yeah, I, i i wish i could i could finish all of the whole teaching today in one go but this is the grace we have can i hear an amen, amen. you you will enjoy it come with me i pray that the enemy will not distract you in any way and there be no distractions amen. and this i believe the lord is using to help some people help some people so you're looking at moses who is is now wanting to be used by god and we all assume or we use the scriptures as a fact that he did not want to go to egypt because he was a stammerer it's like oh god i can't talk okay then you have to really study moses and see was that really his excuse was that really his excuse because you're looking at god telling him i am the god who heals <laughs> so he's saying don't talk to me about your your mouth i am the one who can who creates that's not a problem so god is saying yeah it's just a second and and then god goes on showing him signs where his rod turned it to a serpent he caught it hold of it and then it turned back to a stick and then he put his hand in his armpit and it turned leprous he put it back was healed he said look i'm showing you signs this is not a gimmick this is not just a voice behind the bush i'm giving you proof of what i can do 
And then Moses is like, no, no, I can't, I can't. Okay, God goes to the extent of saying, okay, I'm going to give you Aaron, your brother. So at this point you have to pause and say, really, is it really about his mouth? Is it really about his heavy tongue? Is that really the problem? Is that really the issue? Hmm. And that's when you realize Moses did not want to go back to Egypt at any cost. He said, I'm done with these guys. Two things he had to face. Two things Moses had to face. Moses felt rejected by his own people. His own people because 40 years he grew up in Egypt and he's like, okay, I, I, I have known the truth about who my people are. And he said, I'm going to defend them. And then when he began to defend his people, he found out that his people didn't really care for him. Because the person turned around and said, hey, wait a minute. Are you going to be a judge over me like the way you killed the Egyptian? That's when Moses said, oh my God, this guy is threatening to expose my secret if I don't leave him alone. In other words, he's saying, these guys don't want to be led. So in order that I might leave him to do whatever he chooses to do. What was he doing? He was, it was a Hebrew and a Hebrew fighting. And Moses interferes and says, no, we should not be fighting among ourselves. So a Hebrew is saying, I'm going to, in fact, use your past against you. But I don't need your help. I don't need you to interfere into my life because I know your weakness. I know your flaw. I know your shortcoming. I know what you are, what you are not. I know. So you say, don't, don't try to be a ruler over us. Because bro, I know what you did last summer. <laughs> yes. Yes. You see, I've already given you so much information in this. the enemy when he sees that you are going to be a leader i'm not talking to leaders now uh, i wish i wish you respond right there i'm not talking to the leaders i'm watching you your comments is my leaders responding one of the first things he will do is that he is going to try to intimidate you by exposing your failures in one area It's saying, if you have failed in this area, you cannot lead therefore in this area. Okay? You see, what did I say? Serpent is a, a cunning beast. What kind of logic is that? Explain to me, people of God. What kind of logic is that? Two things Satan is doing right now. Okay? He's saying, because you you did this to this person you cannot do this 
you will not be successfully be able to lead me here okay so he's basically showing him failure of one location to tell him he cannot succeed in another location 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 failure in another geographical location failure you failed in business so you cannot lead me in the marriage you failed in your school therefore you will not succeed in your work you see how the enemy uses okay that is number 1 2 he is saying you failed in the past so you are disqualified in the present so this cunning devil he knows how to discourage moses he says ah don't worry i i got this guy <laughs> maybe he's anointed but he's not as shrewd as me you wondered somebody get me that verse quickly why jesus said no not prophet so and so not not apostle so and so jesus said be shrewd like the serpent and innocent like the dove i know some of you are hearing that verse for the first time and you're like ah i'm i can't believe jesus said that yeah it's in your bible i'll get it to you in 15 14 seconds Matthew 10 16 please it says yes behold i send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves therefore be wise as serpents and harmless as doves so one of the ways you can do spiritual warfare is by knowing how wise your enemy satan is and you say okay devil i know what you're doing here i know your trick do you know that satan absolutely hates you watching this video right now <laughs> do you know forget forget the last 10 parts the devil hates you watching this part because he's like no 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 this 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 yeah he needs to go to sleep right now <laughs> because we are exposing the strategy of the enemy the cunning serpent lambroco say i want you to believe this in your spirit satan you cannot use my past against me i may have done what you are accuse me of doing but i am not what you say i am i am a warrior of the lord ah. did you hear what i said what you accuse me of doing may be true but that doesn't make me that i am a renewed transformed metamorphosis i am transformed i am not that i am no more stuck in time what happened was then who i am today is different so if the enemy wants to discourage a warrior 
is going to point to your failure there and say so you failed there so you cannot succeed here so you're looking at a guy who is an engineer okay he's learned to be an engineer taught to be an engineer went to school to be an engineer and then you tell him hey i want you to take a few cans of garbage and, and throw it there and on the way he carries this garbage and he trips and he falls and all the garbage wastes on the ground the serpent starts laughing <laughs> look at the engineer he went to school to be an engineer <laughs> he thinks he's a big guy he can't even move three garbage bins without stumbling and this is a guy who is going to build a, a, a tall skyscrapers failure here to discourage you from doing something else you know too many believers have lost their capacity to do wonders because they have believed these lie of the enemy and tonight you are coming out in the name of Jesus i see get back to it lembroconia you're looking at somebody that failed in one area and now you taunt him to the point where he says you know forget this forget this forget this do you know that this is how many people have resigned because you point out oh you're not good you're not good you're not so he said i give up i retire do you know this is why marriages collapse because you have an expectation of your husband that which you saw in some movie 40 years ago the guy came on a white horse and swooped this woman I'll try not to be bad today and now every second of your life you want it to be like that movie and you batter your husband day in and day out reminding him of what he is not and incidentally you become the vocal voice of the enemy in his life now satan doesn't need to come into your house you have become his messenger you have successfully become now you're wondering why does my husband not show me the grace oh why is my husband not caring for me because every time he is in your presence he you are very precisely reminding him 
of where he failed and you are yet expecting him to succeed men we are very trained to run away into our man caves we run away you look at moses he said i give up these guys don't want me god no 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 you're supposed to be the savior no 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 one guy said something yes he's not israel he says one guy out of a million people that you're supposed to bring out but moses was so discouraged by that one guy elijah being the prophet of israel was discouraged by one woman one accusation people of god if you can begin to be the voice of god in your marriage speak life the way god speaks <laughs> the way to get somebody to do something is not by telling them how terrible they are at doing something the way to bring encouragement to your spouse is by letting them know that you notice that which they did differently you begin to bring life into them you will be wise what did jesus say be wise as the serpent because satan knows the way i can take him out of his assignment is if i can make him believe that one moment of failure one geographical location of failure one season of failure is the definition of the rest of his life and the ones that succeed the ones we are drawn to the most are people that can ignore our frailties our flaws and they can look into the future and call that out of us we are automatically drawn to them we are automatically drawn to people that seem to see the good in us all right So now when you know that the enemy is using somebody to discourage you it may be your own spouse your own husband your own pastor your own brother sister in the lord that is just using words to bring you down what this brother and sister does not know is that now they are being a weapon in the hands of the enemy yeah that is where you not them the onus is on you because they are the enemy you are the warrior the enemy is using them to fight you I'm not talking about the individual I'm talking the spirit behind the person okay is using them as the mouthpiece of satan's information 
to discourage you as a warrior okay so now the bible as jesus said you have to be shrewd as a serpent so how do you be shrewd as a serpent when you know that this is the strategy of the enemy the serpent don't take the bait look at a neighbor and say don't take the bait can i make it difficult for you make it tough for you look at them again and say don't take the bait even if it's coming through me <laughs> it'd be pretty interesting if if it is a spouse you're turning to and saying that <laughs> the capacity to know this is not my wife talking now you know i was praying the other day as the lord was showing me certain things and the lord was showing me many people don't work on their marriage in the level at which they are supposed to work because they're very busy pointing fingers at each other but what they don't realize is that the reason they need to work on their marriage is because your spouse is kept by god in your life to be that individual that will determine your promotion <laughs> so we need to go back and print your spouse's name on a paper and say you my spouse is put by god in my life as a means to my promotion he that finds a wife God brought this woman to the man so that he can protect her that he can be his her covering so you're looking at the cunning serpent he says okay if i need to take them down i don't necessarily have to use force i can in fact use them against each other So as I was praying the lord was showing me he said look she is now going to go into the washroom and she's going to shut the door as if she's using washing her face but what she's going to be doing is she's going to cry and say lord the husband that you gave me is doing this to me is saying this to me what people don't realize he said your own spouse when he cries or when she cries to the lord those tears now are turning into hot coals before the lord i know some of you are like ah, no really i'm telling you don't make your spouse your biggest enemy god brought a man to bless you 
God brought a woman to bless you by insulting your spouse you insult the favor of God on your life that which is supposed to bless you now satan very shrewdly cunningly has turned against you now your spouse i'm sorry i'm going to say this i'm going to say this i'm going to say this you may not believe it it's okay <laughs> i didn't ask you to believe i didn't ask you to come on this channel i didn't ask you to listen to me so i'm still going to say it now your spouse becomes the reason there is a curse on your life Why do you think the scripture says men make peace with your wife so that your prayers may not be hindered what is what is hindered hindered prayer hindered prayer what is a hindered prayer look in your bible what is prayers that are hindered prayers that are going up not penetrating the heavens because the heavens have now become like brass that is you living under a curse some of you are thinking that your pastor is not anointed enough to set you free you have bound yourself because your pastor is used by god to release a blessing and then you go home and you bring a curse upon yourself because your wife is crying spiritual warfare <laughs> critical for me to teach you this because i was praying and the lord told me i need to share this today as somebody who is watching them satan has deceived many of us you know i never knew the value of marriage and spiritual warfare I didn't even realize it was connected as much as I didn't realize how it was connected in the ministry or anything else but when the lord began to show me how the enemy can use my own marriage to destroy the blessings of god in my life i said wow this is part of the spiritual warfare satan you you everybody is looking for spiritual warfare he is going to bring out a voodoo doll and he's going to show us how they pierce the pin na 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 you've been poking yourself the pins you've been jabbing yourself on your face nah you don't need a voodoo doll you're cursing yourself you're cursing yourself every time you ignore and not care for the tears of your spouse when you disrespect your spouse and you don't care about his feelings you're looking at god turning his face in disappointment saying you are not showing him the mercy i have shown you you treat him like that and so he has to stand a little far <sighs> because we are busy throwing up past at each other you don't love mercies of the lord is new 
every morning for you is new but you don't show mercy to your spouse you're like no oh, no no she did that no 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 how dare he say that let it go it's human for you to be angry it's human for you to hurt when you are hurt but if you are going to remain in that satan wins people of god that is when the cunning serpent wins isn't that why the bible says don't let the sun go down on you without you making peace yet you're listening to spiritual warfare classes and you don't care about that person who is hurting because of that word that cut through his heart and you moved on but you're not worried about that bleeding heart you've not cared enough to stop that bleeding the hole is in your own house we grew up in environments that were not good role models of how a good marriage looks like but the word is coming to you now <laughs> the word is the model your husband is burning you don't care the your husband desires you but you don't care your husband just has you he doesn't have concubines that he can go to he just has you god gave you to him and many people use that as a punishment you didn't give me what i want so i won't give you what you want so there's a crack in your house satan uses that crack that frustration that unforgiveness and he enters into that house people of god there's a reason why he said he made us one it's a spiritual warfare trust me <laughs> it's spiritual warfare 101 this is a kind of spiritual warfare textbook you don't find books written on you should include this in some spiritual warfare textbooks <laughs> because the bible says with his spirit uh, i should stop <laughs> the bible says with his spirit he made you one okay if he made you one in the spirit how can the enemy enter into your house without dividing you both may the lord give us the grace to work on our marriages bring healing into our marriages bring victory into a marriage because otherwise whatever warfare we do if we don't have victory in a house the enemy has a great advantage over us great advantage and i'm telling you if you're listening to this video you are watching because this grace available Amen. you're watching this not by accident it is because god is speaking to you that there is grace available to become as a one man army for you and your spouse 
you are united against the weapons of the enemy you become one yes 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 if your spouse is listening to this video together i want you to turn to them and and tell them i said i need you in my life can you tell them that i need you yes everybody else it's a want i want your friendship but i don't need your friendship <laughs> but your spouse yeah your spouse is a need you know why because you did not choose them god chose them for you he said okay with your stubbornness you need a woman like her to bring you <laughs> somebody saying professor <laughs> said with your stubbornness i cannot bless you so i need a woman that you cannot deceive no matter how what you do everything is like a writing on the wall you can fool your pastor but you can't fool her so god is like i'm going to give you a tough one so that i can mold you so that your light may shine bright everybody else's believe is your pity party but your husband is looking at you saying there we go again she doesn't want to wash the plates ah not talking about everybody but if it hit you okay yes i hope you have a husband and a wife like that or you can't deceive they look into your eyes and know ah, no 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 that will bring you to be the most genuine you you don't want a spouse that is like a doll <laughs> stand up sit down move right he wants somebody that will bring the best of you out and will clean up the worst of you so together you can become a very powerful force so the enemy has been using your past distract you so you've not been able to <laughs> oh the people of god at home i hope you're enjoying this <laughs> so you've not been able to accelerate and have victory in your spiritual life you're still having areas that you feel that barrenness because you are not one in the spirit but this year when you both become one in the spirit no accuser will be able to attack your house amen the voice of the accuser will not manifest through your husband through your wife the grace and mercy of the lord will flow through you. I don't know why this is turning into a marriage class. But I like to flow as a spirit leads. 
And you all say one thing spiritual warfare victory and you failed in your bedroom yeah now you got to have victory in every corners of life Amen. it's not a burden there's so much grace available to turn it around i want you to do this let me help you for those who are not very articulate in the way you express to your husband or your wife turn to them right now after this i should collect an offering eh? it will be the most best offering after today like pastor you helped us okay all right i'm kidding i'm kidding but i want you to turn to your spouse right now and mean it don't say it if you don't mean it okay but i want you to digest the word that is coming to you from the lord and turn to them and say you Ah, let's you you can add your words uh, you can say honey sweetheart my gold or my beautiful whatever words you like to use you know chakra mute and all that in your words if you want to use you're welcome and turn to the man say my dear you are the expression of god's grace and mercy on my life can you tell them you are the expression when i see you i see how kind god is how wonderful god is how patient god is that is your role in my life i know some of you are like no nah, i don't want to say it i don't want to say it it's just so far away yeah speak life if you keep telling your wife you are the worst wife on the planet she will be the worst wife to you as you both become one you will stop accusing each other of what they failed to do in the last season what they did wrong in the last season now for the singles i haven't forgotten you don't worry i have forgotten parents don't remind your children your past failures yes show them that that how much you care for them if you keep saying you always do that you are labeling them you are decreeing them you're prophesying over them and then you're like pastor please pray for my children no you no I, we won't pray we won't pray because you want the pastors to do the hard work and pray for your children and you go home and you destroy them you you speak as the world speak you use the language of the world and then you believe that god will change them do you see how satan is the most cunning beast so clever he uses us against our own children so stop telling them what they are not doing and tell them oh i would i wish you could do this i wish you would do that instead instead of telling them consistently about how they have failed because remember satan is doing that every morning in their ears already they don't want the mama to feel it and say yes 
Satan has been telling that to me the last 30 minutes that I was in the washroom that I'm a failure. Now I come out and mama is putting the stamp. Mama is reconfessing what Satan has been telling to me all night last night. Come on now, we have to stop saying pray for my kids, pray for my kids. No, you are anointed to fix them. You are anointed to bring life into them. There's so much grace of God flowing through this video. I told you, when you hear spiritual warfare, you're thinking, let's talk about demons. Does he have a tail? Does he have three horns? One horn? Is he like a unicorn? He's a cunning fellow. He's pitched you inside your own house. So many prophecies are piled up in your life. Nothing is manifesting. Because every week somebody's tears is falling in that house. And that tear is burning everything down. Tears in the spirit realm, please, people of God, is a dangerous weapon. Is a dangerous weapon. So sometimes your husband didn't even mean to hurt you but you are crying like somebody died. Satan loves you to sit into condemnation. And instead of forgiving and moving, he makes you tear everything apart and use that tears right against your own home. And you're thinking you're crying for justice. and you're just being a pawn of the satan is using as a pawn in his hands he's saying how do i bring a curse on the man i won't let his wife be happy she's always looking for faults he's always looking at what his wife didn't do enough ne montere che se cotoro procosia So if you see somebody that has failed in one area and if you're quick to scream out loud that look you have failed you are officially the messenger of satan There was a man in the old testament that brought the news of the death of king Saul to king David and he thought oh he's going to reward me with a prize now because king saul was the enemy of king david but because he brought that bad news he killed that guy so i don't reward bad news carriers i don't reward bad news carriers you're carrying a bad news about an anointed of the lord i will kill you out of my life i don't want to see you in my life you are the carrier of the bad news of that which god has anointed you are a messenger of satan mantinokobrokosia look into your life see things to the eyes of god see things to the eyes of god god has anointed your husband to lead your house whether in this season he is in an ignorance or not 
the head of the house never fight that anointing go to god let god speak to him let his mentor lead him don't start leading him you see the satan is very cunning in the name of justice he's burning businesses down in the name of liberty they killing people deceiving cunning serpent look at your heart and say i will not look at the failure of the past and treat this individual differently because i will see them through the eyes of god you know how you hope when you see through the eyes of the lord hey i your spouse will be beautiful when you see them through the eyes of jesus your children will be beautiful when you see them through the eyes of jesus your parents will be the best parents on the planet because you're waiting for your parents to be perfect so you can respect them ah, never happen not not in the next 100 years maybe 101 year probably is this helping somebody three things moses will have to face your notebooks are here you have to face the system number 1 for those who were there last week you know what i'm talking about there is a system of justice within the kingdom of satan and that system of justice may not be a righteous one but it is it has its own legal system that is working against you okay so if he is coming back you're looking at facing criminal charges for killing an egyptian you're looking at the system that is rigged against moses just because it is 10 years does not mean that they have forgotten in fact they have wanted posters with your face on it sketched by somebody stuck on some tree there and are waiting for you to come back system he must face the systems that is unjustly positioned against him systems that are working against him some of you your fear is not an individual your fear is a system that you feel is working against you fear of facing the system has crippled you you were supposed to be a powerful businessman by now you were supposed to go up and carry a very high but the system has crippled you but in the mighty name of jesus as knowledge is coming to you right now as revelation is coming to you right now as information is coming to you right now receive unusual confidence mantoro mose antana number 2 he has to face the pharaoh to face the pharaoh himself now you got to understand the pharaoh 
in Egypt was more than just a king. In any other country he would be a king, he would be a political ruler. but you looking at a pharaoh in egypt was not just the lead emperor or the politician or the king the monarch he was also the high priest of egypt he was the representation between god their god and men they considered him as their prophet the only guy that had access to the king the only guy who could go into that holy of holies so you're looking at a man who also had a spiritual authority in the land spiritual power that is why interestingly you will see the scripture just referring to him as pharaoh not the name of the pharaoh the leader of that system that had successfully created a system of slavery that went down from generation to generation to generation so you're looking at moses not just facing a system judicial system he had to face the most powerful man in egypt you know satan has a way of magnifying certain individuals as very powerful because the way they hurt you in the past hear me no matter how effective and efficient the postal service is you do not fear the postman is very effective you don't fear he comes and brings you the information brings you blessings brings you envelopes and he leaves you don't even say to say thank you but there are some individuals that have hurt you in the past satan has a way of magnifying that past hurt so that he makes use he makes use of fear as a tool so that you stay as a slave ah i don't know maybe we should conclude so <laughs> i don't know if you're getting this one more time please he can use fear as a to make you remain as a slave satan the wicked one he will magnify somebody in your past that have hurt you so the enemy the only way he can continue for you to live in that moment of hurt is by magnifying that hurt over and over and over 
and over and over. Long after you have left that man, that hurt you. Long after that you left that woman, that individual that hurt you. You still fear anything that remotely reminds you of such an individual. So essentially you live as a slave long after the individual has left you. God tells Moses, you're going back. No, 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 no. Send Aaron. <laughs> no, you. Moses, you. You are going back to look at that guy in the eyes. I'm not afraid of you. I'm coming back with a new anointing. Amen. I wish you could connect the dots. This month, July, God is releasing a new anointing on some people. That which you feared in the past. Yay, 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 yay. That which you thought to be as giants. You considered yourself as grasshoppers, but you considered them as giants. God is about to turn it around. You will be the giant and they will be the grasshopper. There is a new anointing. Ah, you missed it, you missed it, you missed it, you missed it. I wish somebody hears this in the spirit. One more time. I prophesy. God is releasing a new anointing. That is going to shift your perspective. That which you feared, you shall fear no more. The Egyptian you see today, you shall see no more. I want you to take 30 seconds, clap your hands and just open your mouth. Speak in tongues. Activate your spirit. Let your spirit absorb this word. I shall fear no Pharaoh. I shall fear no Goliath. Past hurts have no power over me. Sit down. You know the way a Pharaoh used to work those days, what they did is the way they brought fear and control was they would say, even long after the Pharaoh dies, he doesn't die. So they would spend extensive money and resources and they would make these pyramids. And they would say that this guy is going into this this pyramid and he's going to live there. So the whole people, they lived as if long after the Pharaoh had died that he had still power over them. That he still lived among them. Brings me to the third thing. Moses had to face his past memories of rejection. Rejection from his own people. So the first is what? 
systems. Second is what? Pharaoh. Third is what? Memories of rejection from his own people. From his own people. You know, there is this thing that Jesus prophetically said. A prophet is not accepted yeah, in his own town. There's something about his own town that rejects the man of God that was sent by something about people that has been uh, hey, we don't hate you we know this is how it is you know this is how it is something about humanity the fallen nature of man that stones the one that is supposed to save them if it wasn't for Moses they would still be slaves but the moment he could not do the next miracle they were already picking up stones to kill Moses. Then the moment he could not give them some food, they were picking up stones again. The moment they could not say, hey, I like the bread, but I would like some meat with the bread, they were ready to stone him again. The moment he could not quench his thirst, they were ready to stone him again. Something about humans. You have to keep feeding their appetite. The moment you stop giving them one thing, then you see the real character. That's how you know if somebody is a real son or a daughter. Or you withhold something, you will see how much they really loved you. You may be helping them all your life with giving them the best spiritual manna. But now, suddenly they remembered meat. They were okay with manna. When manna came, they were all shocked. They were, oh, they were, wow, what is this? They said, they called it manna, meaning what is this? But now they got familiar with manna. Now they said, I'm not happy. Now I need meat. Quickly, allegiances change. Divisions form. They were even ready to go back. That I will handle next week. something about the fallen nature of man that Jesus was sent for the Israel yet his own people crucified him sent for them but rejected by them if you are called to be a yoke breaker you cannot if you are not prepared to be rejected by the very own people that you were sent for. <laughs> they will sing Hosanna on Friday and they'll sing Crucify by Sunday. That's humans. You were sent for them. But allegiances change within days. Within days. Last week they'll be saying how blessed you are to them. Next week they'll be signing your death warrant. Moses, 
you cannot be a yoke breaker if you're not willing to understand that the very ones that you're supposed to help will be the very ones that will turn against you so if you are only going to be a yoke breaker because you think people will be loyal to you you're in for a big surprise some of you are called to help your family members you will even assist them you will even help them you will even find a job you will even get them a visa you will do things for them and then one day you forget to make them some coffee then you become their enemy from that day as humans very few people can see you through the eyes of the lord i have seen many warriors supposed to be great warriors but they were maltreated by people that god sent them to help pastors that have faithfully worked for communities but they broke don't have a house don't have a proper car that runs maltreated by the own people that they were sent to help and if they find them with a nice shirt they'll be talking about the cost of that shirt and they didn't even pitch 2 dollars to buy that shirt and they will criticize that that was too good a shirt if you're going to be a yoke breaker you have to develop thick skin you will be sent to people that will give you bad memories poisonous memories but it cannot change your dna you didn't hear me sometimes you are afraid to bring people into ministry because you're like man if they see what ministry is like they might lose faith they might lose faith in god i've had new believers that come to church and say oh pastor the world was bad and we thought church would be better but i see that you guys fight here in the church just like we do in the world welcome to church bunch of sinners under a single roof trying to do good trying to be the right thing moses you have to understand your assignment is not a success because people liked you or not your assignment becomes a success when the lord looks down so this is my begotten son in him i am well pleased Amen. do you know why some of you are dying because you're dying because you want to feel accepted by people you're dying because you want them to understand that you are sent by god my work on a friday but i won't work on a sunday remember they change their mind in 3 days we have to become people 
very deeply obsessed. You with me? Deeply obsessed about the opinion of God over our life. extent you have to be careful not being too obsessed with the opinion of your spouse because is your spouse trained in the things of god because is your spouse matured enough to see through the eyes of god if not you're looking for trouble obsessed with the heart of God obsessed with the mind of God <laughs> 